Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How's it going, folks? Welcome back to the channel. It's time for the Monday Breakdown, and today I'm going to be looking back at the Scottish League Cup semi-final win against St. Johnson. This video is going to be an ode to James Forrest, and I'm going to take a look at the other big stories as well. Let's get into it. So as always, before I get into the topics, if you are new to the channel, if you're a regular viewer, if you're not subscribed to the channel, do hit subscribe below and like the video as well so some more people can see them. I'm trying to grow the channel as much as I can, so any bit of love is appreciated. Let's start with the 1-0 win against St. Johnson in the Scottish League Cup semi-final. It wasn't pretty, it wasn't the best performance, but, but Celtic are in the League Cup final. They are finally back where they belong in a final, fighting for trophies and looking to get that first trophy under Ange Postacoglu. Yesterday's performance was always going to be tough. It was always going to be a difficult one for Celtic to break down a team like St. Johnson, especially in a semi-final where chaos can often happen. You know, the Joe Hart situation, if that goes into the net, it's a completely different game. And these kind of things just happen in semi-finals, in cup competitions against teams that are essentially built to be better in the cup than they are in the league over a long period of time if you play like St. Johnson you're more likely to get success in a cup game than you are in a league uh, campaign that stretches over a long course of the season so it was always going to be tough but I was thinking about the game when I was re-watching it as well and the thing that struck me about this was that it was never really questioned whether Celtic were going to win this game I always felt that Celtic were the better team and I always felt that there was a plan, there was a process in place for what they were doing and I thought back to the performances last season and the way that at the start of the season Celtic were getting results but they were playing horrifically and it was almost just like getting through the games, there was no real plan in place, there was no process in place, you didn't really know what Celtic were trying to do, it was sluggish, it was slow. Although it took 70 odd minutes to finally break St. Johnson down, it never felt like that. It never felt like the players were tired. It never felt like the players didn't want to be there. It always felt like it was going to end in a Celtic victory. So, I mean, that's what you're kind of hoping in these Scottish Cup games and the League Cup games where you might not be the best team for the entirety entirety of the game. But if you're the best team for, um, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, 
then that is often enough to get through these League Cup semi-finals and into a final where Celtic belong. Ange Postacoglu was very good in his press conference after the game, I felt. Again, not really getting carried away with himself. He was asked about whether or not it was a big moment, a big breakthrough moment for this new team to be fighting for silverware. And he, he kind of pondered off saying Celtic should be fighting for silverware regardless of how new the team are, regardless of how many new players there are in the team. Celtic are expected to be in the final. They are there and they are fighting for it. And I love that from Ange because that is the attitude you need to be manager of Celtic Football Club. I did say this was going to be an ode to James Forrest. So James Forrest obviously got the winning goal against uh, St. Johnson at the weekend to send Celtic through the, the Scottish League Cup final. I want to talk about James Forrest and his numbers because they are quite outrageous if you break them down. So bear with me when I do read them off the screen because, I mean, they are, it really is outrageous the amount of goals that James Forrest has scored for Celtic over the course of the seasons. So that was his sixth goal in Hamden um, in the past 14 appearances at the stadium for Celtic in total. James Forrest has scored 96 goals. He also has 96 assists for Celtic. So he's creeping up on that 100 goals, 100 assists, which I know he's played a lot of games, but I mean, that is still an outrageous thing for a winger ultimately to achieve 96 goals, 96 assists in the League Cup. So James Forrest is a big game player. Let's make no bones about this. In the Scottish League Cup alone, in the 2011-2012 season, he scored two goals in the quarterfinal. 14-15, he scored a goal in the final. 16-17 16-17 scored a goal in the final, 17-18 scored a goal in the final, and in 18-19 he scored a goal in the semi-final. So in the League Cup alone, his numbers are outrageous when it comes to big games and scoring on the occasion. In the Cup, in the 18-19 season alone, James Forrest scored a goal in the last 16, in the quarter-final, in the semi-final, and he scored the winning goal in the final in the 2018-19 season, in the, in the, in the Cup final. Then... For the Invincible season, uh, James Forrest had 21 goal contributions, so he had 8 goals, 13 assists the year that Celtic went on beating in the league. Backing that up the following three years in the quadruple treble seasons, 27 goal uh, contributions, 38 goal contributions, and 38 again the following year, which is just amazing stuff for a player who sort of, I don't know, splits opinion a little bit. I know a lot of people aren't massive fans of James Forrest. Often the the shtick that's thrown at him is that he he has one move cutting down on, on his right uh, on his right foot and getting a cross in. And ultimately, I, th- I always felt that was unfair. We're talking about a player who now, with Celtic in the League Cup final, is fighting for his 20th major trophy for the club. And I don't think enough is made of James Forrest and the fact that he is a, a product of Celtic's academy system. I thought it was... You know, it was fitting that it was a, a, a player who was brought up in, in Celtic and, and nurtured by the club that scored the winning goal when there was a tribute to Bertie Auld in the stadium. And it, it, it is not, it's something that maybe will come back when James Forrest retires or eventually leaves Celtic, how much he has actually done for the club for a player who probably isn't going to be ranked amongst the stars. I mean, I mean, he's never going to be rated as highly as Mr. Dembele. Edouard, I don't know what his situation is going to be. But if even if you compare to to players of the past, like Shinsuke Nakamura, who, I mean, he scored some amazing goals, but he had nothing in comparison to what James Forrest has done over the cor- long course of uh, his career at Celtic Football Club. And I just don't know if he, deser- he gets the same respect 
as other players who didn't achieve as much as he did. So, I mean, I'm interested to hear your comments. What do, what do you think of James Forrest's career at Celtic? Do you think he's a club legend? I certainly do. And I just feel he's always been a better player than people have made out, for sure. I don't. I think a winger is always an easy target when the team's not playing well. But I always felt, like even last year where James Forrest was out injured for a large chunk of it, I always felt he could have made a massive difference to that right wing flank, especially since that, that's where Celtic were really struggling last year. And in a team where, you know, like the, the, the team right now, you have Jota, you have Kyogo, and you've got Abada playing as the front three. That's a very inexperienced side. Like Jota's quite young, Abada's really young. So to have a player like James Forrest who has done it at the top level, consistently scoring on the big occasions, um, consistently scoring a lot of goals or getting assists, being a top-level athlete for this long at the club, I do think there's something important in that to bring to the, the table. And I'm not so sure he's going to be pushing a bat out of the team, but I think he's an excellent player to have as a backup to Abada if you're not starting him. Because if Abada's not at it, which, you know, he's 19 years old, he's not going to be at it every time, especially in finals that he's never played in. If you have a player like James Forrest that can come off the bench and replace him, he knows what these finals are. He has experienced them before and he knows how to get the job done. So I think he's going to be a vitally important player for Celtic as the season goes on. If he can manage to stay fit, which is the main thing with James Forrest, can he stay fit now for the rest of the season? Probably will get a couple of injuries here and there, but I do think he will be massively important for Celtic going forward. Let's move on to the things happening on the pitch this week. Bayer Leverkusen is this uh, Thursday in the Europa League. Obviously, look, Leverkusen are a better side than Celtic. They're fourth in the Bundesliga. They've dropped off a little bit since the last time they played them, but they're still fourth in the Bundesliga. They beat Real Betis 4-0 in the last round of games in the Europa League. They're going to win the group. For me, this is a free hit for Celtic. It's ultimately, you know, you're not expected to win the game. Probably not expected to get a draw. Go out, try win the game, try get some sort of result. And if it doesn't happen, you know, it's not the end of the world at the end of the day. Celtic have guaranteed themselves European football after Christmas. But you would like to see them putting in a performance. And I thought Celtic did match Leverkusen for about 20-25 minutes of the first game. The thing that I would like to see differently from that game is I would like for it to be less open. That was like gung-ho the last time Celtic played Leverkusen. And I think Celtic are in a better position now than they were at that stage. But it was very back and forth. Celtic were matching them toe-to-toe. And that's sustainable for the period of time it sustained against Leverkusen in the first game. I think they will be a little bit more pragmatic about the approach. It's an away fixture. It's going to be more difficult. My hope is that they don't concede as many. Don't lose 4-0 again. And just try your best. Hopefully that will be enough to get some sort of result. But again, it is a free hit like last time. So I think just go for it. Have a go. Try to get a result. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's not the end of the world. There are a lot of big fixtures coming around over the next couple of weeks. Aberdeen after that. So it's it's really a really important period of time. And ultimately is the is the game against Bayer Leverkusen this Thursday where Leverkusen going to top the group. Celtic aren't expected to beat them. Is that as important as the league fixture coming up this weekend where Rangers are in a state of flux right now? 
They're out of the League Cup. They've got a new manager. Celtic should be hounding them down in the league. The league is vitally important as well. Champions League, secure that Champions League spot for next year. And the Europa League, you know, it's not the be-all and end-all, especially against the team that you're expected to lose against anyway. So I'm not saying you shouldn't go out to win the Europa League game. I'm just saying maybe the league game this weekend might be a little bit more important than that. Just to finish off on one more player, Jota. Again, I've spoken about Jota loads of times on this channel already. I mean, he's just phenomenal, really. The news on Jota uh, advancing um, over the last couple of weeks has been that Celtic are going to sign him eventually, but it's picking up speed a little bit now. Pedro Almeida, who is the transfer guru, if you want to say, of the Portuguese league, was uh, tweeting the other day saying that Celtic are going to go ahead and uh, trigger the release clause of 7.5 million euros, so about six and a half million pounds to make Jota a permanent signing. What you want to do with this deal, I guess, is make it a long deal, make it a, a five-year deal, a four-year deal, so that you have enough leverage there that when you eventually sell Jota on, you're selling him for the price he should be getting sold on for, not what we did with Edward, not what we did with Ayer, letting them run down the contract and then selling them off for cheap at the end of it. Make him a five-year deal, sell him after two, make your profit, get another replacement in. That's what Celtic should be doing as a business. Always great to have these players in the in the team. Always great to have excitement in the team. But ultimately, that's what Celtic are. They are bringing in these players to eventually sell them on. So enjoy them while we have them. That's my motto when it comes to players like Jota because he is a thoroughly enjoyable player to watch. So why would we not enjoy him? Anyway, that is the Monday breakdown for this Monday, 22nd of November. I just have one question. Do I look happy? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.